the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show here in Houston, Texas. We are talking savings and investments in your retirement. It is a gorgeous day out there and we've got a lot to talk about. Could It, it is beautiful out there, you know, but it could be worse. I mean, uh, up on the East Coast, they're having the first blizzard they've had in a hundred years. Yes, that's right. The first blizzard in 100 years. They've never had snow in in uh, Washington or other areas. This is something new due to global warming. So we'll see how if they can tough through it or not. And, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, uh, Washington, D.C. will still be alive come Monday. Actually, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> it could be. What, what's that? What was that show uh, where, 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 the, where the, the it just keeps snowing and buries the whole city? You know, oh well. It, 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 back, back to back to the max out savings show, uh, and I, you know, I know it is tough up there in a blizzard, and uh, I've been in some of those, and it is no fun. But uh, I'm sure they'll make it. Uh, although listening to the TV, I'm not sure. Uh, the you know, uh, a tremendous amount of stuff to talk about on the max out savings show. Our show is about savings, investments in your retirement, as always, and. Uh, yeah, our, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That That is the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. And, and so that means saving a minimum of 10% plus your company match. And they recently had the $1.5 billion lottery here uh, in, that was picked uh you know, there was a lot of people that thought they were going to win for sure, but didn't. And uh, but uh, the, the statistics are it to be it. I was on the Sam Malone show this week talking about this, but it, it's like 70 percent of, of all the athletes lose most of their their savings within five years after leaving the NFL. Uh, it's it's basically about 70 percent of the of the um, lottery winners lose all their money within five years or in bankruptcy in in. And which is an astonishing statistic because these people should be have everything paid off cash and not have to worry about anything the rest of their lives. And it just goes to show you it's the process. It's not the amount of money. It's the process that makes a difference. If you save, if you if you save and put away money <laughs> for retirement, the that. That ahead of time, that that's what gets you. You know, the comment I made, uh, we were talking, and I think Sam made the comment. Well, yeah, they they, they spend everything they have, and 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 it's it's true, but it's 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 a deeper. It's the process. The people at Exxon typically, it, it, just using them as an example, and you know, most of the old companies are like this. They put away uh, a ten, fifteen. Many people are putting away fifteen percent of their income per year, and they tend to pretty much spend everything they have beyond that for for a lot of these people, but they'll still retire millionaires. And why is that? It's because they paid themselves first, they put away their savings first, and they just they they just uh let it build up over time. And, and so by by having the process, a person that saves money can win the lottery and they'll still have money at uh going forward, they'll have more money. A person that just spends every dime and just lives for today wins a million dollars or two or three million or ten million dollars, they're gonna spend right through it. And, and and it's 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 the process, 
that, <laughs> that you go through that you have to uh, to build up. It, it, and you have to understand that. And, and, and actually, we actually sent out a report. I'm going to try to send that. It's one of our most popular max out savings reports on how to handle sudden wealth because a lot of people don't understand this. There's a unique way that people do it. You know, wealthy people tend to sit there and watch every dime and not and, and spend very frugally. It, it, it tends even when they have millions of dollars. Uh, we'd have clients. I'd sit down with some of our clients, and they would think they're going bankrupt, and they've got millions of dollars in the bank. And in in you know, but it's just that philosophy. And so if if you come into funds, uh, you come into money. It's important. If you've not saved a lot of money to really understand, you have to change up. You've got to put that money, lock it up away that money and not touch it and not change your lifestyle and not spend that money. And a lot of people don't understand that. And they, and they, 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 they you have to have a plan in place. You have to have a team in place to help you deal with that. Wealthy people have a team. Wealthy people tend to have financial advisors. They tend to have lawyers. They tend to have CPAs that han- help them handle this type of stuff, and and it, it tends to be people that really have no experience, and and then they just kind of fall into into things, and and they really don't understand. Being wealthy is not about spending a bunch of money and uh, driving around a fancy car and living in River Oaks. It, it it tends to be a process that's built up over time. It's basically one decision after another decision after another decision, generally making good decisions, and, and so. So understand that, and so save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. Look, this is a live live show, and we're here to help you. The Max Out Savings Show has been on for over a decade in Houston, Texas, and talking about everything from savings, investments, how to handle sudden wealth. We put out a free report called the Max Out Savings Report. Uh, it, it's a free to listeners to the Max Out Savings Show. There's thousands of people on this report. It's a great report. Uh, we talk about everything from how to handle sudden wealth over to common 401k mistakes. But we've been warning you about this market. Look, the listeners of the Max Out Savings Show know what's been know what's going on in this market. They've been expecting this. Back in 2007, we were talking about failures of investment banks. I, I was very concerned when I said it at the time on the air the first time. I, you know, I, I said that Lehman Brothers was going to fail, and we detailed exactly why they were going to fail. We just don't don't go around throwing around rash predictions. We do a lot of research underneath it to really understand what was going on. Nobody talked about that then. Back in 2007, no one thought the possibility that, that real estate across the country could, could go down. It was inconceivable that major Wall Street banks could fail. But we went looked at the balance sheets. We understood that they were out of control. We understood they were growing 25, 30 percent every nine months, and they were – they were buying in massive amounts of real estate loans that were going to go bad. And then we re- understood there was going to be a run on those places, and we predicted it. And and so it's not a mistake on this stuff. We didn't get lucky with it. It was the research underneath it. We understood what's happening. Now, you know, the, the radio waves are filled with gloom and doom, all these experts out there. Uh, we've been doing this for decades, and we're pretty comfortable with it, And uh, and, and we've got – you know, people listen to the show because what we come up with. So if you need some help, just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com and you can get that free newsletter and also get some help with your retirement. But uh, as I said, this is a live show. If you've got any questions or comments, you can always call us at 713-339-1070. Uh, you know, a good week this week, I think all prices were up about 9 <laughs> 9%. Or so, uh, you know, we, we had some recovery there. It's been really disappointing, and we're going to talk more oil uh, about oil later in the show uh, overall. But it, it, it's just it, it's been very tough here in Houston, Texas overall. Uh, West Texas crude closed it at, at thirty two. Uh, 32 something uh it was it was in the 26s this is a new contract the low on this contract was i think closer to 27 but we've got some type of rally in place uh, it was a very very tough week for oil a a, a number of really disappointing uh, layoff announcements across houston uh it, it, it's really tough in this town right now it's very difficult for companies to, to make money in this market and and everyone's having to, to cinch their belt and and, and you know kind of hunker down uh uh, you know, one of the more disappointing things I saw this week, and it was really Schlumberger, very, very disappointing uh, with, with that company. The, 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 they're laying off 10,000 workers, and then they announced that they're, 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 they're having a 50-cent dividend, and they're, 
they're engaged in a 10 they they've announced a new 10 billion dollar stock buyback program to show they have confidence you know in, in uh, look i mean it it really this kind of goes to the heart of everything that's wrong with, with our country today is here we have a situation in the oil business. Times are very tough. Oil's gone from 105 down to $35 of $32 a barrel. It, you know, it's very tough out there. Companies are having to lay people off. And what's, what's Schlumberger doing? Schlumberger, the executives are engaged in financial engineering and uh, to try to prop up the price of the stock and uh and taking on additional debt so they can buy back more stock and and look this is not the time to be doing that this is not the time to be listening to the siren song of wall street investment bankers convincing you to to buy back stock to hold up the stock market okay this is a tough time the time you ought to be in this market is seeing how you can hold on to your employees how you can maybe make some smart capital decisions maybe some acquisitions and maybe grow for the future now's not the time to be engaged in financial engineering of companies. Now's not the time to be levering up the balance sheet so you can look good and maybe hit your bonuses for your stock in the future here. Now's the time to be protecting these companies. What's wrong with this country today is is this type of crap that's going on from Wall Street and that that is just, you know, financial engineering, buying back stock, uh, running up huge dividends that they can't afford today, loading up debt. Wall Street's happy to sell you debt. Every time you come sell debt, they make money. Every time you use Goldman Sachs trading desk to buy back your stock, they're making money and employees are losing their jobs. And and this is this points to everything that's wrong with it. And, and if the executive summers, they have some type of problem with that. They're welcome to go down to the first floor of their building and just instead of going south out the elevator, they can turn north right into our offices and we'll be happy to discuss it with them. I think it's appalling. And this type of stock buyback programs when you're in trouble and you're firing workers is inexcusable. That That's just my thought today on that. I thought I would bring that up. Uh, like I said, they know where I am. Uh, if you got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. What else do we have? The uh, and anyway, but look, there's time. In fairness, uh, my some of the mentors I work very close with were some of the top. These people understood what was going on in Wall Street decades ago. They actually went to companies. And the the story was back then. Look, your stock is selling at ten times earnings. You've got a billion dollars on the balance sheet with only $200 million in debt. Uh, you have money pouring into the company. You should buy back your stock. And they wouldn't do it back then. Now we have companies rushing out and buying back stock at 20 times earnings and not investing in capital equipment, not investing for the long term of the company. And we have to get – we have to go back to the garden of building up – that built the United States of America up to what it was today, an economy based on a free market system – an economy based on growth, jobs, and capital spending, patents, research, and development. And that, that's what built this company up today. The problem we have in the United States of America today is simply this. What's happened is, is people on Wall Street, and particularly in people in Washington, D.C., and, and especially at the Federal Reserve, view the economy as, as what happens if you get if you can get asset prices up, that means the economy's good, which means if the stock market is up, that means the economy's doing good. I fundamentally disagree with what the Federal Reserve believes. I believe the strength of the United States of America or any economy is economic growth, capital spending, uh, production in jobs those those are the that's how you measure an economy you don't measure an economy by how high you can kite asset prices or stock prices and that is what's gotten us in trouble in this country the the federal reserve has artificially manipulated stock prices higher it's not just me saying this it's people all over the world some of the top investors in the world are saying the same thing it's time we get get away from that and get back to looking at industrial production and jobs those are the keys in a, a deregulated economy and low tax those are the key to building up wealth over the long term. So some of the things – now, I think this market is still too high. We've been talking about this. We've been writing about this in our Max Out Savings report. So uh, if, if you're not on that list, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. Now, we're going to discuss, hey, what's going on at the market? The worst start in stock market history uh, – 
for the first part of the year here. Why, why is this? Why is happening? Why is oil at $32? We're going to tell you some of the reasons on that when we get back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Greg Thornbury of the King's College in New York City for townhall.com. Across the nation, students are returning to college campuses for the spring semester. For the rest of the country, people will likely not be looking at universities the same way again. That's because the campus protests of last fall removed all doubt that the vast majority of our universities are breeding grounds for leftism and political correctness. Although the events at Yale are amongst the most memorable, with professors Nicholas and Erica Christakis being hounded in silence by an angry mob of students, ironically, all for the offense of standing up for their free speech rights, there are too many incidents of the degeneration of higher education to say that such acts are isolated incidents. The truth is, most campuses are now more interested in silencing debate than providing a good education. Parents and students of conservative conviction, there are excellent college alternatives to the leftist campus orthodoxy. Educate yourselves. You'll be glad you did. I'm Greg Thornbury. Consistently conservative voices on AM 1070, The Answer. I'm Hugh Hewitt, this weekend Town Hall Review. The Democrats debated. I was responsible for getting those sanctions imposed, which put the pressure on Iran that brought them to the negotiating table, which resulted in this agreement. Just days after the Republicans. Someone who cannot handle intelligence information appropriately cannot be commander-in-chief, and someone who lies to the families of those four victims in Benghazi can never be president of the United States. We'll hear more from Senator Marco Rubio, along with the senator who turned down the undercard debate. It's a mistake to let the media, you know, artificially designate you as some kind of lower tier. And we'll also examine the handling of the 10 sailors taken by Iran. It's arms for hostages all over again. We'll cover that and much more. Join us for our program. Visit our website at townhallreview.com. Town Hall Review. Sunday mornings at 6 on AM 1070. The Answer. Maybe I love you. Quite as often as I could have Maybe I'd treat you Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. If you've got any questions or comments, this is a live show here in Houston, Texas. This is not some nationally franchised infomercial. We're here live. Uh, Give us a call at 713-339-1070 right here in Houston, Texas. Uh, What else happened this week? Davos. Oh, that's another one. You just got to love these guys at Davos. It's the greatest collection of of people with the Messiah complex on planet Earth. And uh, they get Davos is basically a uh, confab they have up in Switzerland once a year where all the, they bring in uh, uh, political leaders and uh, presidents and, and uh, around the world, prime ministers, finance people, and into uh, Davos to discuss the world's problems. And it, it's... You know, in CNBC and the rest of the crews all troop over there so they can get great interviews with these, you know, uh, these titans that uh, – and, and, and now they're all worried about populism and different things. But uh, there was a lot – look, you, you get some of the best and the brightest in the world go over there and talk and some interesting things come out. Now, here's the only thing about it is if you've been listening to the Max Out Savings Show for the last two months, you basically got what they – what what the – what you know? What they some of the best stuff that came out of Davos already ahead of time, and 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 if you look at at some of the the the, the, the as came across the story, China China banking crisis uh, looms uh, in Davos, and and this was a big story in Davos. And you know we have been talking, uh, and what they heard in, in Davos was some of the top financial people in the world basically came in. 
including George Soros and Ray Dalio, uh, the biggest fund managers in the world, uh, came in and said, look, China's a a, a problem. And and, uh, Ken Rogoff uh, also pointed out some stuff. He said China has $26 trillion in debt. I think we've been saying 27, excuse me, 27 million. And 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 then uh, Ken Rogoff, uh, the Harvard professor, you know, he said the problem is China has twenty six million dollars worth of debt. And actually, we've been saying they've grown it by seventeen trillion in the last five years. And this is why it's such a danger. This is the biggest debt bubble in history. And 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 Rogoff says six to eight percent of that could be could be uh, bad of that $26 trillion. What we, we said on the, I think last week in the show, they probably have $2 trillion worth of bad debt. That's kind of what Ken Rogoff is saying. It's about $1.5, $1.6 to $2.2 trillion worth of bad debt. Uh, and, and so, the, so the, they're hearing this. Ray Dalio uh, pointed out that, that China's reserves are falling uh, in China. China has, the, this is what people say in China. They says, look, China uh, uh, has some of the biggest reserves in the world. They have $4 trillion worth of reserves. But that that was last year. Their reserves have gone from $4 trillion uh, down to $3.3 trillion at the end of 2015. He said they've lost $700 billion in reserves. And he thinks there's going to be a 25% devaluation. That's what we've been writing about in our max out savings report, about 20% devaluation for for several months. We've been warning you of these problems. And then uh, uh, other people, Gary Cohn said the same thing. It's going to probably have to have some type of devaluation. Of course, the Chinese, uh, uh, I think it was uh, Fang Ziha, uh, an advisor to – Xi Jinping, the uh, the president, basically said, "Well, you know, we we've got plenty of savings to defend the currency uh, and, and to defend the country." And uh, that's true. I look. I remember years ago, I, I attended a, a, a conference, and, and and one of the guys, uh, it was the guy I forgot what his name is. He he actually invented the efficient market theory at University of Chicago, and he made some comments. He said, "Look, China's got one point two trillion dollars worth of." Of reserves, so if there's any problem, then the question came up: Is they can use those reserves, so they won't have a problem. They can just if they they can their banking crisis. If they have a banking crisis, and and this was probably ten years ago or more. If if they have a banking crisis, maybe a little less than that, uh, eight years ago, uh, it's not a problem because what they can do is they can just use their giant foreign exchange reserves. They can pay it off, and in. He was right, sort of, but here's the problem. Since that time, they added seventeen plus trillion dollars worth of debt. So, and and their reserves are probably going up about two trillion, a little more than that. Uh, yeah, about two two point three trillion. So they're they're toast now. They can't do it. And the other problem they have with China, and this is the important thing, and this was a big story to the to all the to to the major uh, pl- political leaders around the world. And executives, they're all sitting around listening. This was a huge story about China is losing $700, trillion, $700 billion of these currency reserves. You said, Ted, look, what do I care about currency reserves? I mean, this is in China. Who cares? I'll tell you what. The situation is actually worse than that because they have about a $300 trillion current account service, which means they're burning through a trillion dollars. Now, they need $2 trillion of currency reserves to maintain reserve currency status it's starting at the end of the year. That gives them $1.3 trillion. They burned through $140 billion in December trying to defend their currency. They probably went through more of it this year so far, which means they're going to burn through it by the end of the year if they're not very careful. Here's the situation. <coughs> We're talking about China, not the United States. If you're a wealthy person in the United States, it's like, where do I go? I'm worth... $20 million or $50 million. Let's say I'm worth $20 million or $10 million. Hey, I'm concerned about the United States. I'm putting some of my money out. So it's like, well, where do I go? Hmm, there's not many places. Maybe Switzerland. I don't know. There's not many places to go. Maybe Singapore. Even that's pretty sketchy over there. If you've ever been there, you'll understand. I have. Uh, and But if you're in China and you've got $10 billion, $10 million, not only not only are you going, why, where do I need to go? But then you can, well, I remember my father was put in an internment camp 
in the in the cultural revolution in the 60s and that could have and he spent and nearly starved to death that could happen to me i need to get my money out of here as soon as possible well they have a lot of places they can go to europe england looks good france looks good the united states looks like paradise not only does the united states got really good rule of law but they're in, in they have a gorgeous day like here in Houston, Texas, in January, where this you can see for a thousand miles, you know, with blue skies. You can't even see that there. So they're all trying to get their money out of China. They're sending their kids one sneaky way. They send a child over here so he can go to school and and kind of build up a base here. So if it all comes down in China, they can get their money out. There is trillions of dollars of money trying to get out of China right now. And, and so what's happening is they're burning through the currency reserves, and eventually they're going to have to depreciate. Now, bear with me. I know this is this is kind of it, it's getting uh, pretty deep in the weeds here for people. But understand the reason why this is a concern. This is going to force China to devalue their currency. What happens when they devalue their currency 20 percent? That means their products around that they export. The biggest exporter in the world is going to depreciate 20 percent. You go, hey, this is a good deal. I can buy all types of more crap at Walmart 20 percent cheaper. Yes, that's true. But companies that are trying to export into China, like GE, uh, GE, General Motors, uh, you know, the list goes on and on and on. Whirlpool, uh, IBM, Cisco, Apple, they're, they're going to have trouble. They're going to have trouble uh, exporting in there. Germany's going to have a huge problem, but they're not going to be able to export. Germany has to sit there and pay for all this million, million or two uh, Syrians that they're letting in the country. They can't afford it. And, and so... The, the the German economy is going to be in trouble. The United States economy is going to be in trouble. And so emerging markets are going to be in trouble. They're not going to be able to compete against the Chinese, which means it's, it, this is causing a global deflationary wave. This is why you're seeing a, the worst drop in commodity prices, worse than 2008, the financial crisis. And, and what we're saying is this is this is going to slow the global economy down, and it, it's going to export deflation at the worst possible time. We believe this is like 1937. We've been very defensive in our positioning for our clients because of this. And that's what you have to be. You have to have a risk plan in place. This world has gotten very dangerous. This market actually peaked. It actually peaked, uh, you know, probably a year ago. And, and, and it's been going down since then. You know, it's been close to 30 months and the market has gone nowhere. The market is, the, the U.S. stock market is in the same place it was in, in, in early 2014, and we were very defensive through 2014. We've gotten extremely defensive here recently. And you have to be in this market. You've got to protect your assets. You cannot let, after saving all your life, you can't sit there and just allow your assets to be completely eroded. There's too many people out there basically piled into ETFs and uh, uh Index funds that think the market's going to go up forever and they're going to lose their retirement. And, and what I, I'm saying is, is you have to manage your retirement. You've got to be cautious. Once you become wealthy, you become a lot more cautious. The, 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 you know, wealthy people tell you about some speculative investment they, they love to talk about. They don't have all their money in those speculative investments or that new deal they're trying to do or something. They have a very small part of it in it. Most of it is in very safe, very risk adverse assets because it's hard once you reach a certain point if you're worth twenty thousand dollars you can go blow it all and then save up another twenty thousand pretty quickly if you're worth a million or two million dollars and you lose that money it's going to take you another lifetime to build it up you spent your whole life working for your for your retirement and you don't want to sit there and take these type of risks we're seeing too many accounts coming in where people are taking massive amounts of risk their advisors are taking way too much risk in this market so if you need some help, just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com and you can set up an appointment to meet with me on this subject. Uh, you know, we'd like to help you out. I mean, it's a very tough time out there and I understand that, but but you just have to have a prudent plan in place and I'm seeing too many people don't and too many people are uh, too many advisors are just flying by the seat of their pants in this market and that's a very dangerous place to be. But if you got any questions or comments, give us a call here at 713 713- Three three nine ten seventy here on the Max Out Savings Show. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. We'll get your questions answered. The let me see what else do I have? I wanted to to go over the 
this so far, a couple interesting things are happening year to date. We've got one of the worst markets, as we said, starting year. Investors have taken about $25 billion out of the market, out of mutual funds, ETFs, so far year to date. Uh, they've taken almost $5 billion out of junk bonds as well. They've put $5 billion into government bonds. Government bonds have been the better place to be in this in this market. In junk bonds, we, we sent out a special uh, interim max out savings report uh, mid December warning you to get out of the junk bond market. It was in severe trouble and uh, really pointing out the real dangers. We've been talking it down for, for over a year saying stay out of it, but really it just is getting really bad out there. Well, tell you what, I think we're coming up on a call. Can we take that call? Okay, we're going to take a call from uh, Chuck. Hello, Chuck. Chuck, you there? Can we get Chuck up? Is Chuck... Yeah. Okay, good. Well, there you are. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, what what do you think of uh, gold bullion as a alternative investment at this point? I, I really like gold bullion. Gold. Let me let me be very precise here. Gold bullion and gold coins should probably be no more than three percent of your assets, and uh, maybe another percent if you're really bullish on it. Uh, if you're a guy that just invests in Index funds and thinks the market's going to go up forever. You should and don't like gold at all. You should still have three percent of your assets in gold, coins, or bullion. That's simply your emergency. That's simply an insurance policy. That's an emergency insurance policy. That hey, it sits in the safety deposit box, and if you never need it, you give it to your kids, and you don't worry about it. Now, uh, gold. For, for for trading in here, or I I like right now, I like gold bullion. I got like the GLD, the SLV. I like the gold stocks as well. I think we're going to have a run in the gold sometime this year that's going to be pretty substantial. And the reason is I think we're heading for some pretty big currency problems. In a world of zero interest rates, the only place the central banks have left to go is through currency devaluations or appreciations. And that over time is going to be very good for gold. And as China cracks down on on capital flight, the big story out of China is massive capital flight. Increasingly, the, the, the best way to sit there and protect your assets in China is going to be gold. Does that, does that, and so I like the gold stocks. I like the gold stock ETFs. I like uh, XAU and SLV for a run later this year. And it's performing better than, than most of the other asset classes so far. Does that help? It, that does a lot, Ted. Thank you very much. Thanks. That's the question on gold. If you've got a uh, question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070. Look, the, the best asset classes, we were just talking about fund inflows went into government bonds. The best performing asset classes have been U.S. government bonds, have been gold, have been money market year to date. We've had a market down eight nine percent right off the bat, and that, that's that. There's been pretty big losses in, in people's account. That doesn't even that doesn't even touch the the energy sector, which a lot of people in this town have been really have been heavily invested in, and, and it's been a pretty tough market. Uh, this is why we've been recommending for our clients. We we have them in the 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 some of the U.S. bond ETFs. We do that just more for simplicity in this case. Uh, those have have really outperformed in this market. Because people are starting to flee to safety, uh, and uh, it's now th- – this is starting to look like a bear market. We believe it's a bear market. Now it- it's the return of your money, not the return on your money that, that you want to really worry about. You have to have that defensive plan in place. If you don't have a risk strategy, and it's pretty – look, if you have a 401k plan and you're worried about the market, it doesn't mean you rush in and sell everything Monday morning. It just means, take, look, how much cash do I have in my account? Uh, you know, maybe I should increase the percentage to what you're comfortable with. And the other, the really important thing in a bear market, you never sh- slow down your savings program. You just keep putting it in, putting it in. But for the bulk of your money, you make sure that you have cash as a percentage. You have to increase cash levels, short-term bonds, gold, treasuries. Those are defensive. Those are the defensive assets you want to increase in this sector of the market, and that's what we've done for our clients a number of months ago, and so and, and, and it's working out uh, for us. So, if you need some help, just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. You can actually schedule an appointment with me, uh, and I'll sit down with you personally here in Houston, Texas, or if if uh, if you just like to sign up for the free website, uh, just go to the uh, I mean to the free 
Max Out Savings Report, just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. We'll be right back after this quick break. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. By now, you know all too well that SR-22 auto insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR-22 auto insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-749-2984. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-749-2984. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-749-2984. That's 800-749-2984. Once more, 800-749-2984. We're having an everything-must-go sale with the Discount Shopping Club. We already have deeply discounted prices on amazing products and activities, from kayak rentals to ice skating, from counseling to cruises. But right now, you'll find a sunset sailing cruise from all points of sale was $100, now just $25. Great products and services from quality businesses at amazingly low prices. No membership, no fees, just savings. Go to the Discount Shopping Club at am1070theanswer.com right now. Start your weekday mornings with Armed American Radio's Daily Defense with Mark Walters at 4 a.m., followed by Bill Bennett's Morning in America at 5 with Chuck Tiller and the AM 1070 520 Oldie. Bill will bring you up to date with the news that happened overnight. Then at 7, it's the Sam Malone Morning Show with J.P. Pritchard and the news, along with Chuck Tiller and Tom Fontaine. Morning information and entertainment starts at 4 a.m. Weekdays on AM 1070. The Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement. If you've got any questions or comments, this is the last segment. Give us me Give me a call. I'm in trouble speaking today. Give me a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, uh, Nice rally in the last two days of the week so far in uh, getting some questions about, you know, what what do you think here, Ted? Uh, Look, I don't don't think that this is the the start of a a big move up in the market. I'm just not seeing it at all. Uh, we we still think that w- what we're looking at is 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 a a market that is uh, th- that is still in a corrective phase, and 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 that I think is is what's going to sit there and and, and and get us forward. The uh, you know in this market, uh, look, I'm hearing a lot about about layoffs. Uh, I'm talking to a lot of people. There's a lot of concern out there. A, a couple thoughts in place. It, it, you want to keep your savings program up right now, no matter how worried you are about oil prices, about how things are going with the company. Make sure you keep the savings up. Don't don't stop your savings program. Just keep it going. Uh, the the other thing is, if 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 you do retire or you change jobs, uh, a couple things, particularly with layoffs, a couple things to remember is you want to cut your expenses right away. And then, and then you want to sit back, and uh, anytime you come up with a big change in life, you want to sit back and kind of make some decisions. And sometimes the better thing to do is, is maybe take a short vacation, kind of sit back, relax, clear your head, and then decide what you want to do. Uh, the when I say cut your expenses back, I mean most other places. That I think might just get you out where you can at least sort of think about things a little bit and, and decide what you want to do next. the The other thing to do is with your with your company, <laughs> excuse me, your company plans. When you leave a company, you typically have five things you can do with your four hundred one k plan. You can you can uh, roll it over into a into an IRA plan. You can keep it at the company. You can 
cash it out and just get get a check written. You can you can use your you can move it to a new company you're working for, or you can annuitize it. Uh, in some cases, they'll let you annuitize your pensions, and and uh, there's pros and cons to eat each one of them. The big the, Oftentimes, people, particularly involved in layoffs, will sometimes panic and then take their money out of their 401k plan to start spending and living off of it. And that's the worst thing you can possibly do. You pull back, sit back, cut all your expenses back to the bone, and then slowly, you know, shepherd your savings as much as possible. And you really, I would not take a dime out of my 401k plan at all. Uh, unless it's an absolute emergency, because that'll set your your save your savings plan back a decade or more, and that's one of the key. It's particularly for younger people. Understand if you can hold off not touching your plan, you can ride through a pretty long period of time without work, kind of toughing it out, and then come back into the labor force and then not not be in that bad of shape. But if you go through too much of your 401k plan, it's really going to hurt you. So understand that. Not only that, you have to pay ordinary income tax plus a 10% penalty. So you're hit with big taxes. So whatever you do, uh, you know, that's the worst possible thing. You can leave, you can, you can leave it at the company that look, that's generally not a good idea. I mean, the further you are away from the company, the less you have the ability to do things. And it, it used to be, it used to be that these company plans were kind of administered in-house, and at least you kind of knew the old people at the, at the plan. You can call them up and, you know, they talk to them and they'd help you. Look, most of these 401k plans, really, they're managed by big big companies like Fidelity. They don't care about you or anybody else. They care about your money, and that's it. And, and you know, they're going to try to get you to move it over to their Fidelity operation or whatever. But, you know, remember, you're not doing the company any favor by keeping the money there, it makes no difference. You're gone from there, and you're. And if something were to happen to you while you still have money at your 401k plan, it becomes a disaster for your heirs to get out. It's very, very difficult. Uh, the you can wait and move it to the new company. Some some companies will let you roll the four, the old 401k money in. Some of them won't. It just depends. Uh, you know, I think the best one is typically to sit there, move the money out in what's called an IRA rollover, a trustee-to-trustee IRA rollover into your new company. It, it, actually, it's not into an advisor. And you can – we use TD Ameritrade as our broker, and we'll set up an account for you there, and you just roll the money over, and then we manage it. You can go – your existing broker or advisor, they can roll it over as well. That's usually the best way, and then you put together a conservative savings plan for your funds. And uh, it gets you away from the company, and, 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 and it gets you with people that are concerned about you personally and, and not the company that really you know, is kind of um, no longer there, so to speak. And so, so that's typically what most people do. It, for retirees, they know most of this stuff because they do a little planning ahead of time before they retire. But, but for particularly people in, that, are, that, that, that aren't up on retirement, the, a couple things you want to remember is you don't want to touch your 401k plan. You want to roll it over into, an, into a, new, uh, a new plan somewhere else. Uh, and, and you want to cut your expenses so you don't have to do the plan. So I, I think if you are involved in some of these layoffs, I think what you really sit and do is sit back, relax, a couple things, come up with a plan. Uh, you know, if you have to take a vacation for a few days, you can travel pretty inexpensively nowadays, at least so you can kind of clear your head and make some decisions. Circle, circle the wagons, cut your expenses as much as possible. And, uh, and don't go to your 401k plan. It's a lot easier said than done, and I understand that. But but these are very difficult times. Uh, a lot of people are in the same boat in this town and in Texas in general. It's a very tough time. And we'll get through it. We've been through these times before, and we'll get through them uh, like we have in the past. But But one of the bigger mistakes is don't touch your 401k plan unless it's absolutely necessary. Uh, and if you need some help, uh, I'm happy to help you on this. Uh, I'll be happy to sit down with you personally and go over your situation. You can just go to maxoutsavings.com and, and uh, set up an appointment with us. Uh, we'll, we'll be happy to help. I know it's a very difficult time for people, and uh, it's you know that's kind of why I went after Schlumberger a little earlier today for callously announcing a giant stock buyback program the, the same time they let 10,000 employees go. That's inexcusable, and. Uh, 
then they should be called out on it, in my opinion. Uh, so, but, so, and, and, you know, understand, look, I think we are getting a lot of calls on, on oil. What's happening with oil? What, what I think you're, you're seeing happening with, with, with energy, I think you're seeing some type of bottom. Remember, this is not happening in a vacuum. We've had too much overproduction. We had $400 billion worth of overproduction, of, of capital spending increases in the last five years, uh, per year, four hundred billion additional, putting on massive amounts of reserves. Oil's coming on. The, the, the gas is lagging. I think there's a tremendous amount of gas coming out of some of these LNG plants. I think gas is, is going to slower to recover. Uh, I think I think you're probably looking at some type of bottom in oil prices sometime in in the first quarter. And this is we're kind of looking at some of these for some of these opportunities now. But but it, it is going to be tough. Uh, I think there's look there's a huge disconnect in this market. The big capitalization stocks, the fangs, your Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, Apple, those things, Apple to a lesser extent, they haven't really come down that much. You know, some some of your big uh, things like uh, Home Depot, G, these things really haven't come down that much. The drugs, they're up there. I mean, people are pretty convinced the U.S. economy is going to ride right through the biggest global uh, commodity collapse in probably uh, 80, 35 years, maybe back to depression with no problems. I don't think that's going to be the case. So I think you're going to see this correlation is not going to be so much a complete collapse in energy price stocks from here, but uh, uh, I think you're going to see the big, these big mega cap general stocks are going to start to fall. A lot of these things are super big market caps. They're overweighted in the ETFs, and when they start selling these ETFs, that you're going to start getting hit. I think there's another leg down in the market. The market broke through our level of support at at eighteen seventy five that we talked to eighteen fifty seven that we talked about, uh, and and I just I don't I don't think this is this is over by any stretch of the imagination. And, and so I, I think we're going to continue to see see it uh, see this thing get uh, yeah it was eighteen seventy five eighteen fifty seven is really and it just really went underneath it. And then it came back up in one day, and and I don't I don't think this is over yet. So I think it's Im- really imperative to really have your game plan in place and understand uh, what's happening in these markets. You got a question or comment? Give us a call here. Coming up in the end of the show, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Another sector I, I, I just I wanted to touch base a little. We talked about oil. We talked about what was going on in Davos. Huge amount of talk about what's happening in China, uh, emerging markets. Um, huge problem there. Uh, U.S. economy, this is the problem with the U.S. economy. This is where I disagree with a lot of the bulls that say the economy is going to ride through is – if you really sit down and look at the numbers, Texas was probably the majority of the jobs created since 2009 came out of Texas. And now with the energy prices slowing, the tide is going the other direction, and so we're losing jobs. And I don't think you're going to see the other parts of the economy pick up as much as they think. As, as much as the Democrats and as much as Washington loves to attack the energy business – Look, that's been the job engine. It, the jobs just haven't been here in, in Houston. They've been in, in Oklahoma. They've been in Louisiana. They've been in uh, North Dakota. They've been in Wyoming. They've been in Colorado. They've been in California. They, they've massive jobs in Pennsylvania, massive jobs in Ohio from energy, Louisiana, Arkansas. I mean, I could go right down the list. And, and so these are all starting to slow down. And you're also seeing inventories go up. You're seeing inventories on automobiles starting to rise. We saw Union Pacific this week reported very poor numbers coming out of the rail sector. Uh, we talked in the Max Out Savings Report. We we talk about we talk about the uh, the uh, Baltic Freight Index hitting historic record lows. Now you say, Ted, what is the Baltic Freight Index? I will tell you, that is the cost for shipping dry dry bulk around the world, uh, wheat, grain, uh, ore, uh, metals, things like that. It, it's at record lows. People right now, shipping traffic around the world is slowly grinding to a halt. And these are warning signs. I, I, anybody that, that's looked through literally 200 years 
of, of, of economic research can tell you this. The only people that believe we're going to do well are a bunch of economic new agers that are trying to sit there and, and spin that the economy is doing great for the Barack Obama administration. It's not. The middle class's incomes are suffering. And what we have to do, and this is the good news of this, is things are going to start to change. Later this year, we're going to have a, fir- a very tough first half. Later this year, things are going to start getting better. People are going to start saying, hey, we're going to have a chance to have a new president. It's going to be spectacular. We're going to... It, it, you know, we're going to have a president that wants to pull the country together rather than trying to pull them apart into different ethnic and racial and economic groups like this president has done. We're going to have a president that believes in the free market system. We're going to have a president that believes in the United States of America, that believes in the Constitution. This country, it has never, ever paid to bet against the United States with the lone exception during the Barack Obama presidency. Any other time in the history of this country, anyone that has bet against the United States of America has had their head handed to them. And the same thing is going to happen in the future. We've got the best economic uh, situation in the country. We have, we have, we have in the world, we have the best system of government in the world. We have the best constitution and rule of law in in the world. And we have the best collection of people that came all over the world to be here to to be in a better place. And things are going to get better later this year. And that's the good news. And so what we're going to be doing this first half of the year is for our clients, we're going to be positioning for the future. And there's going to be a great future once we go through this. But up until we get to that time, it's it's very rough out there and it's going to get worse. The economy is going to get worse. Uh, it's going to be tougher for, for earnings aren't coming in in these companies in the stock market, and we think is going to get much worse. And so you have to be on guard and have your guard up. So if you need some help, I'll be happy to help you at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. And what we do is we put together a risk-based portfolio for you to help you manage your retirement. If you need some help, I'd like to help you out. We're here in Houston, Texas. Uh, we're not some nationally franchised infomercial. You're dealing with with the principles of the firm here in Houston. Uh, just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. Uh, also, you can get our free newsletter. Look, we've been warning you about this, this coming collapse that we saw at the beginning of the year so far. We've been talking about this for months trying to help people navigate through this thing. A lot of people have been telling their their clients that things are good, it's going to get better, uh, just stay fully invested. This is not the way it's worked. It's getting worse out there, and you have to have a defensive plan in place. If you need some help, if you're coming up on retirement, go to our website at maxoutsavings.com, and we can help you out. We've got a lot of free stuff on there. We've got the free newsletter, and if you need help uh, with your retirement, managing retirement, I'll be happy to sit down and help you out, and we'll go over your financial situation. Until then, remember our motto. It's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building this up wealth over the long term. Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors, produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.